Hey friends, this is Andy Storch, and I'm excited to announce that we are bringing the Talent Development Think Tank Conference back on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. Yes, you might remember we hosted this conference for the first time in January 2020, and it was a huge hit with everyone telling us it was the best conference they ever attended. And of course, we were looking forward to running it again in 2021 until the pandemic hit. That's when I launched the Talent Development Think Tank membership community, and that's been going strong since May of 2020. But I know how valuable it is to get people together in person, and that's why we are excited to be bringing the conference back again on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. I'm committed to making this a highly engaging and interactive event where you can connect, learn, and grow together with other talent development professionals. This is going to be the best event out there in talent development, and I would love to see you there. If you want to find more information and get your tickets today, the website is tdtt.us conference. That's tdtt.us slash conference. I hope to see you there. Welcome to the Talent Development Hot Seat with your host, Andy Storch. The show is dedicated to helping you develop the most important part of your organization, the people. If you are in HR or talent development, or you just want to learn how to get the best out of your people, then you are in the right place. Each week, Andy shares interviews with talent development professionals, thought leaders, and experts to share best practices, learn about the latest trends, and find out what has been successful in the world of talent development. This podcast is designed to give you what you need to be successful in the world of talent development. Now, here's your host, Andy Storch. Welcome to the Talent Development Hot Seat. I am your host, Andy Storch, and I am excited that you are joining me today for another great conversation and episode to help you take your career in talent development to the next level. And you know that is what I am all about. That is what our mission is here at the Talent Development Hot Seat, to keep providing great content to help you up your game and take your career in talent development to the next level. And you know, I'm always looking to up my game and help everyone around me do that as well, which is why I'm always trying new things, doing different things to provide value. I've had this podcast for a long time. I have my other podcast, which was formerly The Andy Storch Show and now The Own Your Career Podcast. And I recently hosted a virtual summit called The Own Your Career Virtual Summit. A lot of great things came out of that, a lot of great feedback from people, and I think there's going to be more good things to come. And I am getting into a time, a season, where I am starting to reflect and strategize for 2022. And I hope that you take some time to do that as well. You might be on a different annual cycle, perhaps. Maybe you don't work on the calendar year. But I think it's kind of natural to think about, oh, the new year is starting. And so I would encourage you, uh, unrelated to the episode we have here today, but just encourage you as we're moving along in the year and you know getting towards the end of 2021, that you do build in some time for some reflection and some planning and think about what you're going to do with your career and your life in 2022 because we are just really a couple weeks away. I think I'm releasing this in the middle of December. The holidays are here and the new year is coming and I plan on making some changes and setting some big goals. I plan on working on my mission to really help others get the most out of life and educate people in many places, including talent development, career development, and uh, some other things as well that I'm working on. Recently launching a new podcast in about NFTs called My NFT Journey. So check that out when you get a chance. If you're interested at all in learning about non 
fungible tokens. All right. I also have going on the Talent Development Think Tank membership community is still going uh, full force. We've got uh, close to 120 members in there. All of them great people who are very interested in learning about talent development, supporting each other, helping each other. We've had some great calls this year, and we'll be doing some more great stuff in 2022. So if you haven't joined yet, if you work in talent development, come check us out. The website is tdtt.us. And my guest today is a member of the Talent Development Think Tank. Yeah, we've had a few members on recently. I love showcasing our members. And uh, our guest today is Jonathan Meary, who is a post-COVID leadership advisor and author of the Post-COVID-19 Leadership Guide, as well as a public speaker, thought leader, MBA professor, and coach. Jonathan has over 20 years of Fortune 500 leadership experience, and he created the Post-COVID-19 Leadership Guide to assist learning and development, talent development, and HR leadership teams to build customized tactical guides to anticipate all aspects of post-COVID change and challenge. He uses his eight essentials to avoid disaster framework, which we're going to go through today to create customized leadership programs for companies. And today's episode is all about the essentials to avoiding disaster in talent development. Jonathan's sharing his eight essentials. And these are interesting. You know, some of them are not mind-blowing, right? You could probably think of them, but it's always great to get these reminders like, oh, I need to think about some of these things and I need to put some things in place. So get your pen and paper ready and get ready to take some notes or your phone or whatever it may be. And if you want more, you can reach out to Jonathan on his website, rapidaccelerator.com. I think you can get a copy of these eight essentials. But this episode is all about him sharing the eight essentials to avoiding disaster. And then uh, in a couple of days, we'll have the bonus Q&A with Jonathan as well. All right. Without further ado, here is Jonathan Meary, who is the author of the Post-COVID-19 Leadership Guide, sharing his eight essentials to avoiding disaster in talent development. Enjoy. All right. I'm joined now by Jonathan Meary, who is a talent development and leadership advisor and the author of the Post-COVID-19 Leadership Guide. Jonathan, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Andy. Happy to be here. Yeah, happy to have you on. You and I have gotten to know each other fairly well over the last few months, ever since you joined the Talent Development Think Tank community, and I've gotten involved in a lot of our calls, and we're in a couple different communities together where we've gotten to interact, and I've gotten to get to know you and some of the work that you do, and I know that as you've been sharing some of your learnings and the work that you're doing on some of our community calls, I've been hearing a lot of positive reactions, people that wanting to learn more from you. And so I thought it'd be beneficial to, to have you on here to share some of this stuff on the podcast. Thanks, Andy. And thank you for hosting and having this uh, excellent podcast. Until now, I didn't think that there were any podcasts or didn't know of any podcasts that collected talent development the way you do. So you're doing a, a really great service for our community. Well, I thank you. I appreciate that. And I thank you for saying that. And it's great having you involved in the podcast and the talent development think tank community as well. I want to get in and talk about talent development today. I know you work with a lot of organizations, speak at a lot of conferences on this topic of talent development. What do you see as kind of the state of talent development as we wrap up 2021 and we're starting to look at 2022, obviously coming out of COVID and uh, all the things that are going on in the world, great resignation, everything else. You know, what do you kind of see as the, the state of talent development today? I see a lot of talent development leaders who are taking the initiative to begin to lead and become really, really strategic in their organizations. Uh, this, I think, is a perfect time for talent development to practice and really showcase 
their leadership and forward thinking vision. Uh, the, the change that we have seen over, over the last year has really weakened the emotional attachment for a lot of people to their companies and talent development is bringing a lot of those people back by giving them a training and development plan to keep them focused and almost like a, creating a new North Star for people to work toward. Uh, I think there are a lot of organizations that we could say employees are a bit fragmented right now. People uh, are not really feeling uh, a part of their company. So talent development really, really has the opportunity to bring people together and have that collective goal for people to work towards. Yeah, absolutely. And I've heard you say that now is kind of prime time in talent development. And, and I've talked about that as well. It's kind of a, a pivotal moment in our history, I think, where we have an opportunity to really make an impact. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's the prime time for leaders of every level to come in and to really help management because management is just as fragmented as employees right now. So to be the partner of senior management and to create some of those uh, training packages, this, this could not be a, a better time. I feel like there's uh, a, a little bit of, of, a, of a lull right now in some of the uh, flare-ups of COVID where some people are starting to go back to the office, some people are starting to attend conferences and starting to attend meetings. So the interest is there, and I think that makes the perfect uh, opportunity for talent development. Yeah, I agree completely. And there's so many opportunities there to really make an impact and be seen as more of a strategic player in the business. And I want to get into your eight essentials for talent development. But before we do, let's take a little bit of a step back. Can you share a little bit of your background, how you got into this, and, and what has been your general philosophy on talent development? Sure, Andy. I really started my corporate career right around the Y2K bug and have been in corporate leadership uh, in different roles. I started in talent development. So right around 2000, which was a, a very challenging time. And uh, I have been in leadership roles through the crises of 2001, 2008, and 2020. So uh, sadly, those crises are my normal. And I would say that leadership during times of crisis has characterized my uh, career. Uh, I started off at the World Bank in Washington, D.C. Uh, they asked me to design the IT training curriculum for all of the new handheld mobile devices that were new to, uh, to the world, Blackberries, Treos. So I got to travel around the world and meet with leaders from the World Bank and International Monetary Fund to help them with these new technology devices. And it, it really was a great opportunity, not only to enhance my public speaking, but for many of these leaders, technology was new to them. Uh, English was a second, third, or even fourth language. So it, it taught me a lot of empathy, taught me a lot of respect, and a lot of patience at that time in my career. Oh, man, I bet. And that just takes me back, right? The BlackBerry and the Treo devices that people aren't working, you know, using anymore, but they're the predecessors to what we're using today. And it was kind of the beginning of, oh, we could be connected at all times, right? Not just working nine to five, but being connected more often, you know, the precursor to where we are today, which is the nonstop 24 seven, right? We're always connected emails all the time. That was my top question was, do I have to answer emails after hours? Mm. And I would say that you need to, to speak with your uh, manager about that and that they will dictate uh, the, the times that you're responsible to uh, reply. But yeah, people started to realize that they might be uh, on call 
for uh, many hours outside of the day. Oh man, it's so interesting, you know, where things have gone and how the working world has changed. And, you know, some people might be groaning and thinking, ah, oh, that was the beginning of the, you know, the downslide. And now where we've got emails coming in all the time and I'm responding to emails at all different hours. And I do think it's important to mention the importance of boundaries and also remind us about the benefits that have come from this, right? We could be off doing anything. I can work from anywhere now. Don't have to be in an office. I took a five-week vacation this summer and I checked in and I ran a couple of calls and checked email every now and then just to make sure I wasn't missing anything important. And I wouldn't have been able to do that 20 plus years ago, right? So we've made a lot of progress, but also we know that technology can get out of control and, and we need to be doing things to help our people set boundaries so they don't, they don't burn out. Yes, absolutely. And, and making those boundaries clear, I think, is an important role of leadership to make sure that people know what they are and are not responsible for. And that's, that's one of my, you mentioned the, uh, the eight essentials for a lot of people's roles. The role clarity has really gotten muddled during COVID. Uh, people have taken on new responsibilities as the great turnover uh, continues and there are openings. People have taken on new responsibilities in their roles. So the opportunity to rewrite job descriptions and to create training for new roles is really, really important for the processes and to make sure that people know what they're responsible for. As a leader, I used to ask my employees to tell me what they thought their top three responsibilities were in their mm. role. And that that was an interesting question. I, I would get all kinds of answers. And, and honestly, a lot of them answered things that, that were not their top three or even in the top 10. So that was an important exercise to make sure that people are, are focused. And that way they know how they're being graded. There are no surprises during annual review time. And people know exactly what success looks like in their role. Yeah, I remember doing work years ago in consulting with companies on strategy alignment and interviewing a lot of different people in a department. And you know, the, the, we're going to go out and interview everyone on your team and ask them what the strategy is. And the leaders would say, oh, everybody knows the strategy, right? And then you interview 20 people and you get 20 different answers. You come back and you're like, I don't think everybody really knows the strategy that well. Like, I think we need some better communication, maybe some type of exercise to get people aligned. Yeah, and, and add all of the, the chaos and anxieties that people have right now because of COVID and the, and the communication has changed and people are, are off at home doing things uh, that they may think are the right things. If they were in the office, maybe they might get caught a little bit sooner because people would know what they're doing. But with people a little bit more fragmented, I think it's easy for people to, to waste time. And certainly we don't want that. We want everyone to be as efficient uh, as possible. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. All right. So you mentioned your eight essentials for talent development. I know you've presented this at some conferences lately and have been getting some great feedback. So I'd love for you to share these with us now and, and maybe go in and we can dive deeper on some of them. But uh, what are your eight essentials for talent development today? Sure, Andy. So the first one is, is so important. And I think uh, it goes without saying that mental health is uh, is prime for people to be able, it's, it's impossible to motivate people without mental health and without stability and without an understanding. And, and I think what I am seeing though, is that there is less of a stigma for people to admit that they need help. Uh, what I expect though, and, and what I would hope from uh, leaders and companies is that they 
return the respect that if someone has admitted and been open that they do have mental health challenges, that the companies handle that responsibly so that the trust exists. And so that's a, a two-way street uh, for that. So mental health is, is number one. The second one I would mention briefly is processes. And that's that people are doing so many different things. They're asked to do more. And often they're asked to do more without any reduction in what mm. they're supposed to do, which is that's that's really not fair to people. And that's where uh, people get really confused about what they should be doing. So I say to let there be no question of responsibilities and boundaries and to tell people exactly what success looks like, because we cannot have people spending a ton of time on uh, roles and then getting upset and disappointed during annual review time. Yeah. The next one is learning and, and for talent development, this I think is, is a key opportunity for people to feel like they're making progress in their careers. The, the great Tony Robbins says that progress equals happiness. Mm -hmm. And when people feel like they're improving, there's an aliveness to that. And when people can increase their competence, then their confidence grows too. So it's it's an opportunity for people, not just compliance training and not training that's going to be applicable in several years, but training that uh, will really enhance people's careers so that they feel like they're growing. The next one is leadership. And that's all I, I say to give employees control and input over something that is related to their role so that they have some say in their role and they feel like they have some mission and some control over their daily responsibilities, then they feel like they're counted, then they feel like they're, they're really a part of the organization. That also helps for people to feel more engaged and part of the team. Uh, the next one I, I say with talent management is that we are really, really lacking in, in, in the feelings of long-term loyalty uh, that 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 loyalty has has been uh, stretched, and that people have a real real feeling that you know what is what is in this for me or where is all of this going right now? And so the company has the responsibility to make sure that people feel engaged and feel like they're making progress in their roles. And then with teams to change the reward system to make it as current and to make it absolutely as applicable to today's life as possible so that when people are rewarded publicly and specifically that they get that praise and recognition that they deserve. Uh, so I, I like all these essentials and uh, so many things to reinforce and, and, and get back into. Going back to the beginning, you mentioned mental health and taking care of your health. Is this for ourselves in talent development is this for others and, and how do we what are things we need to be looking out for to make sure that we are taking care of our mental health and those of others i think having frank and honest dialogue about how people are doing and and really asking with the intent to to listen and to know how people are to say how are leaders to ask their teams how are things going how are you doing is there anything that i can do to help you is there anything that i could do better or change for you and to really have that barometer to see if someone maybe is is missing meetings or missing days or taking increased pto and to really address it so that people feel like they're being understood and that there's the compassion because if not 
that I think could lead to some to some real challenges. And then when people don't feel taken care of, then they're going to feel less less loyal and and less yeah. likely to stay with their company. Well, absolutely. And we hear about the the pervasiveness of burnout these days in the corporate world. More and more people are affected by this and need to be find ways to set boundaries, have open and honest conversations. And, and really we want, you know, great, we want communication from our managers who just show that they care about us and, and check in on us. And the next thing you mentioned was processes. Uh, you said people are doing more with less and we need clear responsibilities and boundaries and definitions of success. And that kind of goes back to what we were talking about before with regards to alignment and people really getting clear understanding on, hey, what are we doing and what is our objective? What are we working towards, right? And because we're not aligned, you know, most most strategies I learned through my consulting work for 10 years, most strategies fail because of poor execution, right? And poor execution often happens because people are really not aligned and they, they don't really all understand the same thing what we're working towards. You want to get everybody aligned towards that common goal, right? Exactly. Where are we now? Where are we going? And then working backwards from the goal, how are we going to get there? And if the teams understand every step of how they're going to get there, then they're on the right track. But if not, uh, and like you said, more with less, it's yes. uh, it's a challenging time right now. Yeah. Um, you mentioned learning and leadership after that and learning people need to make progress. This is something I've really learned about myself uh, over the years, especially as I got more into personal development years ago, that I have a strong need for growth in order to feel happy and fulfilled. When I'm not learning and growing on a regular basis, then I feel like something is missing. And I'm glad you mentioned the great Tony Robbins because I've followed his work, read his books, attended his workshop. And, and something that has really stuck out for me over the years that I learned from him is that most fulfillment comes from growth and contribution. I, I think about that all the time. Am I growing? Am I learning? Am I contributing? And the next thing, of course, you mentioned was leadership, giving employees control and input over something related to their role. And what I was thinking was you're really giving them an opportunity to feel like they are contributing, right? So do they feel like they're getting growth opportunities? And do they feel like they're contributing to the work we're doing? And both of those things, that's like the, the perfect combination to drive fulfillment. Absolutely. If, if people are engaged and feel like they're making progress, then that question of where is this going or why am I in this role gets fulfilled and people feel like they're making progress over a period of time and working towards something greater. Yeah. And, and that idea of contribution too, and I'll, go, I'll take it back to the processes and getting clear on the definitions and things. You know, I think there's, I won't say there's nothing worse, but one of the worst things in the working world is when your boss just asks you to do something, you don't know why, right? And you're working yeah. on this thing, you don't know the reasons behind it. When you're clear on the reasons behind things, you know why the company or your manager cares about something and you care about it too, you connect that to your purpose and you feel like you're really contributing to the overall goals of the organization, it drives a lot more fulfillment, right? We feel like, okay, I'm making a difference here. I'm not just showing up and, and cashing a paycheck. Yeah, absolutely. When people know the why behind what they're doing and they feel like they're contributing to something larger than themselves, they are much more focused and much more uh, likely to put their, their real emotion and, and their best effort forward. Yeah. Okay. So you mentioned talent management and long-term loyalty, that kind of waning, right? And I think about it, you know, things have changed a lot from the way they used to be, right? And we're, I mentioned earlier, we're in this kind of great resignation, turnover tsunami, whatever you want to call it, a lot of people changing jobs and leaving. And, you know, you could look at it and say, well, employees don't have as much loyalty to their companies anymore. And I don't think companies have nearly as much loyalty to their people, right? And so 
we're kind of moving into this new phase where people are not just going to hang around just because they feel like they need to stay for at least five or 10 years or, or a career, a lifetime, whatever it may be. They want to know that they're getting some opportunities to grow, that they're getting that growth, contribution, fulfillment. They're being treated fairly. They're getting the benefits they want. And I think this is going to make it a more competitive marketplace, right? Companies really need to step up and, and provide these opportunities and, and a real, I think, career growth trajectory for people for them to want to stay there for a long time. Absolutely. Let me add an asterisk to uh, to what I said, where employees have less loyalty. It is because of the companies that started mm. this trend, and they are reacting to how the companies are treating them with less pensions and long-term benefits and the uh, the ease of finding uh, cheaper or sometimes younger and cheaper uh, talent. It was the companies that, that started this and it's the employees who are reacting to that yeah. lack of loyalty. COVID-19 pandemic and 2020 changed everything in business and talent development. Almost overnight, companies were forced to figure out how to engage their employees remotely and run their development programs virtually. Luckily, Advantage Performance Group has been running a webinar series and releasing free resources throughout the last year and beyond. Advantage is a proud sponsor of the Talent Development Hot Seat, known for creating, learning, and consulting solutions that equip individuals, teams, and organizations to be the best at what they do. Advantage helps leaders lead, sellers sell, and businesses flourish. To join our webinar series and find more of our free resources, just head on over to AdvantagePerformance.com. That's AdvantagePerformance.com. Yeah, absolutely. Right. We see that all the time. And then the last thing you mentioned was the teams and changing reward system to make current applicable. What are you seeing in terms of reward systems and what is really exciting people and driving more of that loyalty so people feel like they're part of a team and want to stay? I spoke with a leader who gave his entire team a goal. And that really brought the team together to motivate and inspire each other. They were accountable to each other when one or two people weren't uh, towing their weight. Uh, there were other people in the group who reached out to them and helped them and, and kind of got them going. So I think there's, there's individual opportunities for people to grow. And I think there are team projects that can really bring people together. And that, that partnership and, and working together is uh, something that, that maybe is, is a little missing with our remote uh, work sites. So teams, uh, also the, you mentioned the, uh, the reward system. A lot of reward systems were were meant or put in place several years ago and, and are not as motivating for remote sites or, or Zoom. So really making sure that that reward system rewards the absolute exact performance that we're looking for right now, the team goal and a team winning together would, would be fantastic. Mm, yeah, absolutely. I, I believe it. So we went through these eight essentials and these are things that everybody in talent development needs to be thinking about today. As you mentioned, what are the risk factors of ignoring these right now and just kind of continuing to do things as we always have? Yeah, I think that that turnover is, is going to be a larger problem for those organizations that maybe put their head in the sand or pretend like uh, this is going to go away anytime soon. I think we will have some continued challenges uh, in this country. So the importance of making people feel like they're making progress, making people feel like they're part of a team and making sure that people have that magnetic north to work towards 
is extremely important or else companies risk a lot more turnover. Mm. Uh, when, when I speak to companies and, and help them mitigate some of their turnover, there are people who are going to leave for more money. And yeah. I don't usually suggest that companies get into bidding wars with, uh, with people. They can certainly incent, they can certainly come up to, uh, to market rates and to give people bonuses. But what I like is for leadership and talent development to give people those, those goals and those visions and that does uh, retain a lot of people so we retain what we can using a lot of these uh, tools and many of them are free yeah absolutely so there's there's certainly some risks uh, involved in this and whatever you could share i know you've been working with some different companies you worked you mentioned one already could you share a, a case study or a client you worked with who maybe implemented some of these and and what would the results look like Absolutely. The one that comes to mind is a, a large company. It's a technology company in Atlanta, and they have gone in fully on helping their employees with mental health. They bought everyone the Calm app. They have instituted uh, mental health days for people to take anytime. So if, if they're uh, needed, that they, they take those anytime. They have gone to long weekends where people work a little bit uh, longer every day and get a long weekend every two weeks. But most of all, they are listening to their employees. There's an active dialogue between leadership and employees. And when the employees are feeling or needing something, I see a very, very good reaction and a very prompt reaction from leadership to get creative with what the teams need. So that that dialogue and that trust that's built is uh, very, very valuable for any organization. Uh, there's no stigma and it's certainly not held against anyone if they use those mental health days. I love that. And it shows that the company really cares about people and is giving them options and opportunities and giving them the, the app. I'm a big fan of Calm. I used it almost every day for five years and still use it every single day. I used it this morning to meditate. And I've seen companies starting to adopt Calm and other apps and, and make that available. But I think, you know, to your point about the stigma and everything, you can offer apps and days off, but it's still going to come down to the culture and what this leadership saying and doing. And it, does leadership show that they care? Or are they just kind of going through the motions and saying, yeah, you can have this week off, but I'm still going to email you. And if you don't respond, then I'm going to be angry. Yeah, absolutely. If, and if they show that they care, if they are receptive to exactly what the employees want and they're receptive quickly, that trust that gets built is, is hugely important and has, has done well for uh, helping the mental health of, of this particular company that I mentioned. So uh, the last thing I'll ask you about as you know, companies are looking to implement some of these things, and as we mentioned, it's critical that you have the right culture and the right leadership in place. It's going to come down to those conversations with managers, right, at the, the front lines, the middle levels, and what top leadership is saying. What do you think is essential for leaders to be effective today in driving more of this loyalty and health and, and keeping people, you know, in, engaged and happy and alive, uh, not alive and around longer. Sure. Well, like I mentioned, the uh, people knowing exactly what is expected of them, making sure that people are making progress in their careers, but also that people have some quick and hard results to celebrate and 
results that also get talked about around the company and mm. people want to belong to a team and they want to be a part of something great and they want to be a part of something special. Uh, I think those, those, uh, the bounds of, of people's uh, relationship with their companies have been strained. So being excited to, to be in the organization and making sure that people bring their themselves to work, but they also bring their hearts to work, mm. not just themselves to collect a paycheck. Absolutely. Be an authentic, real human being. That's who people want to connect with. And speaking of connecting, Jonathan, for people listening to this interview who want to connect with you and find out more about what you're doing, learn more about your eight essentials, where's the best place for them to go? My website and company is Rapid Accelerator. And my email address is jonathan at therapidbrands.com. I'm located in Phoenix, Arizona, but I am able to travel and I am able to, uh, to work with anyone. Uh, I was giving a presentation and uh, afterwards someone asked me for help with public speaking. Nice. So I'm working with, uh, with a group to help them with their public speaking. And then uh, another uh, friend in talent development has asked me for help with leadership excellence and uh, how leaders should uh, conduct themselves, especially right now. Uh, certainly the, the yeah. best leaders will have the best results and talent development really has that opportunity to make their mark right now and not necessarily to wait for an okay because leaders are, are so paralyzed in fear themselves that helping a leader to become more effective uh, that, that will create years and years of, uh, of a great relationship uh, to help a leader become more, more effective because people are looking to their managers, but their managers are so f afraid right now and are so you know, confused about what to do. So as you go up the leadership chain, uh, there's, there's still just as much fear and anxiety. Oh yeah, we we just think and assume people that are more senior have it all figured out. Yeah. But there's yeah. there's plenty of fear and anxiety and people that are trying to figure things out all the time. And I'm glad to know there are people out there that can help. So reach out to Jonathan if you are looking for talent development consulting, help with leadership, or even public speaking. You know, I know he's out there at the conferences and works with people all over. And Jonathan is also a member of our talent development think tank community as well. So Jonathan, thanks so much for being here. I've got a few more questions for you that I'm going to save for our bonus Q&A session. But thanks for being here. I hope people got value and I will talk to you more soon. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, everyone. All right, that will do it for my interview with Jonathan Meary on his eight essentials to avoiding disaster and talent development. I hope that was beneficial. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you took some notes. I hope you got some ideas and some value. If you want more, reach out to Jonathan and stay tuned because in a couple of days, I want to share our bonus Q&A session where Jonathan's going to talk about his career and what he sees in talent development trends he's following, book recommendations, all that good stuff. So stay tuned for that. And again, as I mentioned, Jonathan is a member of the Talent Development Think Tank community. And if you are not yet a member and you work in talent development, come check it out. It is the best community in talent development. I'm telling you, there's nothing better out there. Our members absolutely love the community. They love the calls. We have so much great wisdom and inspiration and advice in there. Check it out. There's no big commitments. You can join for a month. And if you don't like it, you can leave, although we rarely have anybody do that. Our website is tdtt.us, as in Talent Development Think Tank, tdtt.us. And when you join, you can use code HOTSEAT for 10% off. All right. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next time.
Thanks again for listening to the Talent Development Hot Seat. If you haven't already, we'd love for you to leave us a rating and review on iTunes to help other people find the show. And as always, you can find all of our episodes and tons of free resources on our website, talentdevelopmenthotseat.com. Thank you again. Take care.